Hello and welcome to the Nature Unplugged podcast, where we are all about cultivating consciousness in the digital age. Let's get going. Awesome. Well, welcome to the Nature Unplugged podcast with me, your host, Sebastian Sloven. I'm so excited today to speak with the co-founder of Surf Dirt, Reef Safe Sunscreen, Maxine Chapman. Welcome to the podcast, Maxine. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'm excited to do this. Thanks for having us. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, I want to just preface this by saying that, you know, timing wise, summer is upon us. We're in the beginning of summer. Uh, although yes. it's been a little a little gloomy in San Diego, you know it's an it's such an awesome time to get out and and mix it up in nature, and at the same time, you know it's important to be safe and uh, be safe while doing so, right? So the, yes. I guess the question is like, you know, how do you how do you stay protected from the sun and keep the environment safe at the same time? And that I think the answer is what you're doing, surf dirt, reef safe <laughs> sunscreen. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm excited to. Um, to jump into it, but I think let's let's maybe start with just like kind of your background, like where'd you grow up, and you know what was what was your upbringing like? Um, definitely, um, I actually grew up in Boulder, Colorado. Okay. Um, my uh, dad was a chef when he married my mom, and she thought she was going to be cooked for all her life, and then he decided <laughs> he wanted to go wanted to go to chemistry grad school, <laughs> um, and that yeah. took that took the family to Boulder. Um, so that's probably, I grew up like playing in the snow and hiking around, bouldering around on mountains and catching lizards, like <laughs> pretty common of boulder kids. Yeah. Um, but uh, we were always outside. Like actually probably my first memory that I have is riding on one of those backpacks that um, my dad put me on his mountain bike. <laughs> okay. that's awesome. I remember falling asleep in his little mountain bike backpack thing. I think that's actually my very first memory. That's awesome. Um, so your parents, yeah. your, your dad, your parents were like pretty outdoorsy. So you had you had that from the yeah. Like yeah, my dad was one of those extreme skier people who's like going backcountry and going down uh, in places. He was always kind of um, he grew up in Hawaii. Okay. Um, the body surfing, and then um, was drawn to Colorado for the ski. And he's always been more on the extreme side of outdoor adventure. Got it, um, got it. And then my mom was actually a forestry major. Oh. Um, so she was always, she teases me, like, where did my hippie side come from? But she was a forestry major <laughs> at um, Berkeley. So she's always been a big forest lover. Yeah, that's um, awesome. Yeah. So, so they're, it's a very outdoorsy family for sure. Yeah. And I was just going to ask, I mean, you shared this, like, you know, how, how do you think that kind of upbringing or time in nature has, impacted and inspired you today oh um, big question big question yeah um outdoors is probably it's so funny because you can be you know we live in san diego so it's a very city vibe it's almost even kind of hard to feel like you're outside of the city here right and it's funny like i think it's actually one of the lonelier states of being is to be like surrounded by people. And it always makes me feel like I can snap back into this connectedness if you can 
so to step outside and be in nature again and and I don't think that's like being raised by nature outdoor loving people I think that's just a very human spirit thing it's definitely been true for me yeah that's awesome Um, that's awesome and and I'm you know I'm and I'm guessing too it like played a role in your being outside being in the sun wanting to wanting to say you know have a good solid sunscreen and um yeah that's a good like segue actually to I want to hear about like how how did surf dirt uh come to be you know how did this begin yeah um it really felt like the stream was just going this direction and all I did was not swim against it (laughs) you know um we had such a strange trifecta of things happen um my grandmother and again my dad's side of the family they lived in Hawaii so my grandmother is from Hawaii. She's an environmental lawyer. Okay. Um, and my dad, as I told you, she she he became a chemist. Right. Um, and Hawaii was about to ban chemical sunscreen because it's so damaging to the coral reef. Mm. Um, so my grandma's sort of privy to this. My dad is a chemist. Um, by this time, our whole family's moved to California. We're all total ocean lovers. I was living on a sailboat. <laughs> um, and uh, and so my dad and I started to formulate this stuff. Um, the sunscreen um, because we knew how damaging chemical sunscreens were to the coral reef. Yeah. Um, and we were really just making it so that our family wasn't contributing to the problem. Um, back then it was nothing like what we, <laughs> back then it was like this Play-Doh texture and it was like probably pretty lumpy. And there were no yeah. color additives. It was always thrown into like a tub of wear that we'd have in like, the trunk of our car. <laughs> And how, um, how long ago, how long ago was like the first iteration of, of surf dirt? Yeah, that was probably, that was maybe four or five years ago. Okay. Back when we were just making it for ourselves. Yep. Um, but uh, it was also hugely because I was always breaking out with regular chemical sunscreens. Yeah. And it's just kind of a bummer, chemical sunscreens, like they sting your eyes. And like, if you're actually out there, you know, mountain biking or surfing or whatever you're doing, it actually is kind of a hindrance to the sport to for sure things slipping off. So my dad is just being an inventor by nature. was like, we can make this better. <laughs> it was kind of a fun father daughter project for a little yeah. while. And yeah. And it's like, you have the, uh, as you mentioned, like the, it's like the perfect lineage to create something like this. It's like, every, it's like all lining up the, uh, the environmentalism, the, the chemical, the chem, yeah, the chemist background with your dad. It's all, it's all coming together. <laughs> came together very naturally. And it was really cool too, because my grandma being so in the know with what was happening in Hawaii and right. maybe they were gonna ban these chemicals, maybe not, but it was it was definitely up for legislation and changes. Um, so it was yeah. kind of fun to like watch as a family, all of those things happening in real time. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, I wanna get back into like the, the reef safe stuff, but I just wanna first start like, you also, you have a co-founder, right? Um, Nikki, yeah. how, how did you how did you two connect and how did that come to be? Um, yeah, my co-founder Nikki is um, <laughs> just the lucky last piece that we really needed. Um, I was busy traveling around and, and my dad had always said, ah, if, I, if I had more time, I'd love to take this to market, but he, inventor by trade and other endeavors um and then i met nikki nikki and i were actually we worked the same high school job okay um we went to different schools but we'd always see each other at our after school job and we're really close friends but we met again on accident like 10 years later here in san diego 
Um, and she is, uh, she's actually, her lineage, she's part Indonesian. Okay. Um, so she'd been over to Bali a bunch of times and, and we were both learning to surf. I think that's what really bonded us in the beginning. Um, and she just came back from her travels and she was just like, this is a problem all over the world. This reef decline thing was, it's really bad in Bali. It's really bad in Caribbean, um, yeah. you know, South America, Hawaii, of course. And so she kind of came back and was like, we are always using this stuff in your back then in a Tupperware in my van. (laughs) Let's perfect this and clean it up. And and then we started to add color and make it look less dorky. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah. So she was really the missing piece. And and, uh, when Nick came along, we finally decided to take it to market. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Such, such a cool story from so many levels. And uh, now you got the team and and you're local here in, in San Diego, which is, I think, really such an awesome thing. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of cool businesses here in San Diego really trying to make things, trying to make the world better. So it's, it's a great environment to start something new. For sure. Absolutely. So let's, um, you've, you've talked about this already, but I kind of want to get more into it if you're up for it. Like what? Uh, and I'm, you know, I'm hip to sunscreen. I've been surfing my whole life, but basically using just like whatever was available, like the, you know, most convenient thing, which was just some random sunscreen. But I've seen Reef Safe for for a while, but I, I I don't really know exactly. I kind of know generally what it means, but not exactly. So, in your words, yeah, what is what does it mean when you see something that says you know Reef Safe sunscreen? Yeah, it's um the concept is new. Um, so I think a lot of people are pretty confused about it still. Um. And, and as good as it is that places like Hawaii have banned um, certain chemicals in sunscreen, it's kind of created even more confusion about it. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, so so the, the concept is that we've discovered in recent years that lots of chemicals in chemical sunscreens, which is like 90% of sunscreens on the market, uh, are really damaging the coral reef. And... Um, just for reference, like one drop of a common chemical, it's called oxybenzone. One drop can kill up to six Olympic swimming pools worth of coral. Dang. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. That's mental. In, in any given year all over the world, like six to 8,000 tons of sunscreen are getting pumped into the ocean every year. And that's just from like humans putting it on and it just rubs oh. off in the water basically. Exactly. Yeah. And even in places where like, like Waikiki, Hawaii, kind of like really popular beaches, you can even see at an angle, this like greasy film on the surface mm. of the ocean. Yeah. It not, just, it's not natural. You're saying yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just sunscreen. That's sunscreen. Yeah. <laughs> you can even like, you can smell that sort of syrupy pina colada. That's not what the ocean smells like. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's so it's pretty good. wild really. Um, and and it's so good that we're noticing in the last 10 years that um, scientists have been able to identify that one of the major pollutants is chemical sunscreens. Okay. Um, actually pretty cool because a lot of that, a lot of those studies are coming right here from Scripps Ranch Institute in San Diego. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's great that we're discovering this problem. Um, yeah. And, you know, of course, there's other contributing factors, but it's wild how much sunscreen is a problem. Yeah, it's so nuts. It's it's interesting too, and I, I I don't know if this is getting too technical, but you know, you having grown up in or ha- having been in Hawaii, you know, been been much more aware of it probably because of the the coral. But here, it's like we have reef, obviously, but it's not necessarily coral reef. Does 
do you know like in california in san diego for example like is it is it impacting like the reef life even if it's not live coral you know like yeah. in, in the caribbean and stuff yeah i mean of course because we're not directly next to giant reef beds um it's not as pertinent but with one drop you know polluting that much space and then of course currents bringing everything mixing everything together it's uh it's pretty wild what an effect it still has no matter where you wear it right uh, just because of the magnitude you know it's six thousand eight thousand tons of this stuff is, is it's really affecting everything um, yeah, no. But it is like you'll see the legislation changes. It's actually really cool because when Surf Dirt started, there was no bans. Okay. And now there's bans in Hawaii, Virgin Islands, um, Key West, the entire country of Palau. Wow. And you'll definitely see those bans happening in places where there's the most vibrant coral reef. Um, yeah. And the reason for that is coral is really like the lungs of the ocean. It's hugely responsive. It's also a big contributor to our oxygen on land. So, yeah. Um, you know, everyone's pretty screwed if you lose the coral. Um, but yeah. it's also a huge, uh, hugely part of the livelihood of all those places. So there's right. millions of people all over the world who have make their livelihood off the coral. Right. Um, so you see a lot of those legislation changes in those areas specifically. Yeah, that's really wild. And I and I was I was yeah. just reading on your website too earlier that it seems like it's not just reef, right? But it's 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 impacting you know things like dolphins and. Yes. other marine life and all sorts of stuff that if we even though we don't have coral reef here in san diego i mean there's lots of reasons to still protect coral reef but there's oh my gosh still huge crazy. impacts <laughs> yeah i mean this is this was feels like old news to me now but when i first was reading about this it's it, it's really it is very wild when you learn what sunscreen can do because it's it's protecting you from um, cancerous rays right so yeah. that's obviously a good thing but it really is. I mean, as far as chemical varieties, it's really choosing the lesser of two evils because right. there's a slew of chemicals we're now discovering have all kinds of adverse effects on all kinds of marine life. So it's giving birth defects to fish and birth defects to dolphins, and then it gets passed down to their young, okay. and it's killing kelp, it's killing coral, and coral the most prolifically. Yeah. But now these studies are coming out where it's really not good stuff for so many of these different pieces of that ecosystem and then it's crazy because it's like okay if it's giving birth defects to fish and it's making male fish look like female fish then what are we putting on our own skin yeah i was just gonna ask like the yeah, yeah the environmental impact is one thing and then yeah what can you speak to some of the like human what it does to us like our skin and so i mean these are all again really new studies so yeah. i wouldn't say that there's it's anything is completely conclusive yet. Right. Um, but FDA, I believe it was 2016, they just sort of updated things to say that there are now new discoveries, that there are much safer ingredients than the ones that they used to say were the best thing to wear. Um, and part of that is because a lot of these chem chemicals found in chemical sunscreens um, are tied to um, hormone disruptors, mm, especially it. harmful for kids in their first three growth stages. Um, a lot of doctors will now say to breastfeeding women that they should not be using sunscreen. What? Yeah, so it yeah. gets into your blood. Uh, it gets into your bloodstream through your skin. Right. And chemical sunscreen, where it's, is it gets absorbed by your dermal layer, and then it actually goes beneath your skin right away, which is why it seems to go on clear. Right. Yeah. Not yeah. clear. It's that your sun. That your skin is eating it. <laughs> like right. Second. 
And then it gets to your bloodstream and then it gets transferred to the baby if the woman is breastfeeding and then the hormone disruptors are a concern now. So so they don't know conclusively, but um, it's looking like it's, (laughs) it may be not your safest bet. Yeah, that's nuts. This is stressing me out because I've used so much (laughs) <laughs> like, like, like just crazy sunscreen my whole life, basically, since I was a little child. And I see, I'm at the beach every day and I see like little tiny kids just getting sprayed with like the crazy oh sunscreen. Gosh, the worst. I hate seeing the um, pregnant women at the beach just spray all over. Oh, uh, no. It just makes me cringe. Okay. So, so <laughs> this is a good, uh, I have a question. So, right. We know what's, there's some, there's some bad stuff in your traditional uh, sunscreens. What is like, talk, can you share a little bit about what is in surf dirt? Like what are the ingredients? Yeah. What? Yeah. I'd love to Thanks hear that. Clarifying, that's not us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's just, yeah, we're talking, yeah. you're doing something, you're addressing this problem, doing something different. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes. So, um, so yeah, what's surf, surf dirt, which is a naturally derived and it's actually a completely different kind of sunscreen. Okay. Um, it's mineral rather than chemical. Um, so it's all these earth derived ingredients and the active ingredient, the, actually the only active ingredient that we use is called non-nano zinc oxide. Okay. Which of course we're all, the whole world is always doing studies on, you know, how to combat skin cancer and how to combat all these cancerous rays. But this is universally known as the safest ingredient to use both for the ocean and marine ecosystems and for us. And that's relatively new, but this is, you know, even titanium dioxide, another mineral, um, has a little bit more toxicity. So this is the best known solution worldwide right now. Got um, it. Non-nano zinc oxide. Okay. And, and then, so when you talk about chemical sunscreen versus mineral sunscreen, is that kind of the, the main difference? Like zinc being the sort of primary uh, driver? Or is there, is there another, is there a no, that's exactly right. And it's it's wild because it, it really is, it gets pretty technical pretty quick. And I think yeah, yeah. it's so hard to navigate sometimes, but but really there are those two categories. So the chemical okay. and the mineral. And then of course there's complexities within that. Um there's you know, sort of a a lot of sunscreens will call themselves mineral sunscreen or call themselves reef safe or reef friendly. And that just means that they have minerals in it and that they're not using the the ingredients that are banned, but they are the chemicals. So that's where the legislation changes have kind of made labeling a bit mis- misleading. And a lot of companies have started to call themselves reef friendly, but they're really still keeping in a slew of chemicals. Mm. So it really has become kind of tricky for the consumer to navigate. Yeah, um, for sure. For and, and and so just to clarify, is reef safe like a, a different is a different thing than reef reef is reef friendly like the sort of kind of like partial deal and reef safe is like totally legit or is it kind of just confusing all around <laughs> um because this is such a new legislation like for example hawaii hasn't even really implemented it yet they say that they're going to take all of the bad chemicals sunscreens off the market in 2021 okay so it's really fresh and really new and it's not all being regulated the same way just yet um, hopefully soon. <laughs> um, but generally speaking, reef safe in order to say that you're probably just a mineral sunscreen and you're not inviting in all these chemicals. And a lot of the sort of middle ground companies who have done a good job to take out the worst bad guys like oxybenzone and oxynoxate um, will call themselves reef friendly, which 
oftentimes means that they do still have chemicals in there, some that might be toxic. It's definitely not as safe as non-nano zinc oxide only. If you're really trying to go for the pinnacle of least toxicities that you possible for people yeah. and for the planet, you should probably only see the active ingredient non-nano zinc oxide. Got it. And is that what's going on in surf dirt? Yeah, absolutely. Dang. Okay. I love it. I love it. I've used surf dirt. I really love it. I, um, yeah. I'm excited. I gotta, I gotta get some more, but I, uh, <laughs> I I'm a big, you. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of it. Much. Yeah. It's a, it's a different user experience. And I think that that is, um, you know, one of our jobs is to teach is it's really not that sort of mayonnaise feel and you can attest to this. It's much yeah, more of a sure. taste sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I love so it. A lot different than what we're used to, but your skin really i mean my skin i used to break out all the time um your skin can really tell the difference and totally the ocean too <laughs> yeah and you're not getting like you're not slipping all over the place and you're not like a grease ball and you're not uh you're not, <laughs> it's not like you know, burning your eyes and stuff like that so yeah i feel like that's a good indication <laughs> yeah it's just, like it just seems like if you feel like shrieking in pain because it yeah Maybe not good stuff to smear all over your skin. Yeah. So if you don't understand the ingredients, just put some sunscreen in your eye to test it out. <laughs> just kidding. We don't recommend that. Just use surf dirt is the recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> or mineral-based sunscreen. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, what? Uh, so, so you've been in business for a few years now, right? Or when did you get? When did you all formally start up? Yeah, formally three years ago. Okay. Okay. And what's the what's the vision for for surf dirt? moving forward, you know, the next few years? Great question. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, of course, COVID was not in our original vision. Mm, <laughs> so yes. We've uh, had the same challenges I think a lot of businesses have had. Um, we have always, so we, we, we sell to a lot of surf shops, a lot of outdoor sports shops, um, lots on the West Coast, some in Hawaii, Florida. And we've always collected those by piling into a van like Nikki and I. Yeah. My co-founder. And just sort of saying hi to shops in person ourselves. <laughs> and um, that's great. And so I think it's because it's just there's so much of this educating about the product that needs to happen in order to see like systemic change in the way that we sell these kinds of products. Um, but so obviously that changed the game for us and and um COVID. <laughs> and uh, yeah. we're no longer traveling around and I hit the bus to spread the word of surf dirt. Um <laughs> And we've really sort of shifted to online, okay. um, same as everybody else, which is which is hard for us because we're so like we love chatting with people and, and love to yeah. that aspect. Um, so you know we hope the the world is safe and healthy and, and able to do that again soon. Absolutely. Um, so so that's been our challenge lately, um, and then we are coming out with some new things. Um, okay. We should be. Well, I, I don't know. I guess I should. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't have I to. I it, Nikki, whether or not I'm allowed to say. You don't have to share your, your we secret. Have, uh, we have a new product coming okay. out, which we're really excited about. Um, and we have some really fun collaborations going on. We'll be doing some things to help build, rebuild some coral reef restoration um, coming up. That's uh, awesome. Pretty big on traveling to go meet the organizations and in local areas that are most affected. Um, I got to, to meet some people some in uh, Cebu in the Philippines last year. Oh yeah. With exactly where the problems are the most dire. So that's, that's always a pretty exciting part of what we get to do. 
So hopefully a lot more of that in our near future. Um, yeah. But that's yeah. Awesome. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and I was going to say too, we're, we're pretty pumped. We're going to, you know, hopefully be doing more uh, partnering with you all. And, and, you know, a big part of what nature and plugs all about is right. Like getting off, obviously getting off devices and screens and getting outside and enjoying the outdoors and doing so in a way that's, you know, as safe as possible. And part of that is, is protecting yourself, protecting the environment. And, you know, it's kind of like we do a lot of stuff around planning ahead and prepare, whether it's like hiking or camping or, or surfing. And, and part of a big part of it is, you know, having the right sunscreen. So this is, yeah. this is right up our alley. Very cool. Yeah. We're really excited to get to partner with you guys and just people that are out there like using it and, and, yeah. uh, and out there appreciating the ecosystems we try and protect. That's so, so where can people find listeners? Where can people find surf dirt out there on the interwebs? Um, so we sell to about a hundred shops. Um, lots of them here in San Diego. Okay. You can always check out our website. It's got a full list of all our stockists. And we'd love it if you go check out any one of those stores once they're open again. Yeah. <laughs> and the website, um, the website is surfdirt.com. That's D-U-R-T. Exactly. Uh, D-U-R-T, surf dirt. Yeah. And I'll and I'll link it in the show notes too. Sorry. To oh yeah, you can always buy online too. We'd love it if you visited one of our shops. They're all run by really bad people. But of course, <laughs> in the in lieu of that at the moment, you can always buy online as well. Absolutely. Yeah. It's such a challenging thing. We're in the, you know, we're in a similar boat. Like we love mixing it up with people, but you know, there's aspects of technology like doing a podcast or like, you know, getting a product out that's really beneficial for the world and for humans online, you know, utilize the technology. Yes. Yeah, a delicate balance. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, awesome. Um, well, cool. I think that wraps up this, this episode. Is there just before, before we go, any other, um, you know, any other you know, special shout outs or, or links or anything you want to talk about? Um, special shout outs or links. <laughs> um. <laughs> I was just like website. Yeah, we, we talked about your website, but yeah, any, yeah, anything else? Website. Um, a lot of this information is on there as well. I know it's really confusing. I'm really thankful for you having us on here and helping people navigate how to make a more conscientious choice. Um, it really makes a huge difference. <laughs> um, even just one person in a lifetime can make such difference the amount of toxicity you bring in or around the ocean. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah love it. there as well. Um, and then uh, if you go to the Meet the Founders page on surfdirt.com, our emails are there directly. So I always welcome people if they have any questions. I love talking about this stuff. So you can always hit us up there directly. Awesome, I love it. And, and you know, uh, we were talking about this before, but I, I love to kind of wrap the podcast up with some sort of like special challenge or like a tip for people. And I think this this whole thing has basically been, you know, about something really specific, which is like if you're not using a mineral-based sunscreen or, you know, just check out your sunscreen and, and yeah. uh, and you know, like, yeah, do do some research. You know, you don't have to take our word for it, but um, yeah. I think, yeah, any, any, any particular, yeah, go ahead. Or, sorry. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. EWG is a great site for checking the toxicity in any of the products that you use. Sorry, could you, say, could you say that again? What's, yeah, can you spell it out? Okay. Um, and that's a great one. It just gives you sort of a reader of the toxicity. You can look up any ingredient and it lets you know. That's a great resource. Um, and okay. if I were to say any sort of challenge, I would just say, I think we're all looking for ways to better the world right now. I think everyone is 
finding their own voice for activism. It's it's really kind of an introspective time for yeah people, and it's you can make so much positive change just by you know when you pick up the toothpaste you use or the sunscreen you use. You can always you can sometimes it's like a five minute search to just see if, could I do this a little better. Um, Absolutely, yeah, that's great. Improvement helps. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Just like, you know, it's just intentionality, you know, awareness and being more intentional with, with what you're doing and what we're doing. Yeah, exactly. I love that. Awesome, Maxine. Well, thanks so much. I really appreciate you being on the podcast. We'd love to have you, you know, maybe we can, uh, we'll have you back. See, see, you know, round two, surf dirt. We can continue yeah, the conversation. Awesome. See if I can pin down my, my co-founder, Nikki, the infamous Nikki. Yeah. We got to get Nikki in the mix as well. <laughs> Awesome. Well, well, it's been really fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks so much for being on the Nature Unplugged podcast. And, um, you know, you can find our podcast uh, basically wherever you listen to podcasts, you know, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify. Um, you know, we would love it from Nature Unplugged if you could take a minute to subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts. That helps us a ton. Uh, be sure and visit www.natureunplugged.com for more information and resources. And, uh, as I've mentioned on the show, you can find more detailed show notes on our website and we'll definitely have links to surf dirt and, um, you know, other, other sort of sunscreen related resources on the show notes on our website. Well, thanks so much for listening and we will catch you next time. Things change like seasons out of our control. If you think you should go, I will let you go. Oh, oh.